Welcome to the Axiom Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Lonergan, and today I'm joined by my coworker, Lucas Ost, to discuss how you, as a leader, can lead from empathy and efficiency. Something that we hear a lot from our clients is that they want efficiency, but we don't often hear about empathy from our leaders. To break down these two ideas, the definition of empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. The definition of efficiency is the state or quality of being efficient. Today, I'm asking Lucas to dive deeper into this idea of leading from a place of both empathy and efficiency and how we can bring harmony to the two ideas so that they are in sync. Hello, Lucas. Hey, Shannon. It is good to see you. And as you've already teed up, I am so glad that we're here to talk about this topic. It's a topic that I believe needs to be talked about more often, and I'm excited to dive deeper into it. Yeah, I'm like trying to remember how we even came up with this topic. I think it was just kind of thrown out there and you were like, yeah, let's do it. Sounds cool. Um, and the more I think about it, the more we, we talked about it a little bit before we started recording, I'm just really interested in your take on this idea and just the experiences that you've had with different leaders, whether they're in your life personally or professionally, what it has looked like for you to experience a leader having both empathy, but also leading with this idea that, you know, we do have to be efficient in how we're doing things. You're right. As we were getting ready for this episode, we had been talking about how empathy is critical in any organization, whether that is an organization of three employees or 300 employees. Empathy allows for leaders and their employees to connect and to unite to pursue a vision together. Because as we've worked with our clients, one of the key things that we implement, if it hasn't already been done, is setting a clear vision. Where are we heading towards? And I believe empathy is an important component of that because it gives leaders an opportunity to connect with the people that are going to drive the company towards that vision. And as you've already shared, being able to take the perspective of another, being able to connect with them is critical because ultimately any employee that does not feel a connection to you as a leader, most likely will not feel a connection to the vision of the company. And then as a result of that, will probably not be maximized to their fullest potential. Yeah, definitely. I agree. So when you are thinking about this, what are some of these things that come to mind? What are some of the leaders that you look up to, whether you know them personally or maybe you just read books, watch YouTube videos, et cetera? What are some things that you look for? I need to preface what I'm about to say with the fact that I've not given a $20 bill, but I do have to highlight our very true and fearless leader, Joey Brannon. He has been a remarkable example of what we're talking about. Here, here. And I do believe even in the interview process that I went through earlier of 2023, I saw that from the very beginning. I remember meeting Joey at an Axiom event, had a chance to exchange a few words with him and then followed up with a LinkedIn request and just thanked him for the opportunity to be at the event and also just having the opportunity to get to meet him. And he even took it a step further and he responded with the same candor and shared his phone number and encouraged me to reach out for future questions as I was embarking on the interview process. And even though our interaction was very brief, I felt a connection then already where there had been different leaders in my life prior where I didn't feel that connection with them over years. And having an opportunity to 
explore this interview process while also starting to develop that connection with Joey, with Cameron, with Devin that I've had a chance to meet throughout that process, I really believe gave me the piece that I needed to say, yes, I believe I'm called to be a consultant and I believe I'm called to do this work at Axiom. And as a result of that, bought into that vision long before there was really ever a need to convince me of it. It was Mm -hmm. simply by Joey living out the vision and sharing that through his empathy towards me and making that connection. How have you seen in the in your career thus far this played out in a bad way or in a way that you don't really agree with? Yeah, your question reminds me of a talk that Simon Sinek has given. And I mean, he is the business guru. Like if there's someone that speaks about this topic in such eloquent ways, it is him. And I'm reminded by something you shared about how leaders often focus on being in charge versus focusing on the people that they're in charge of. And that's an important distinction because as leaders, you're under a lot of pressure. You know, if you're a business owner listening to this or a business leader, there's countless pressures that you're facing, day-to-day pressures, overarching pressures of meeting certain company goals. And it can be just so tempting to focus on, well, I just need to drive us forward. I need to lead us forward. I need to push forward, keep driving that bus, regardless what the bus itself might look like. And I love that distinction because for Simon Sinek to point to the people instead of the leadership piece is what leadership is really all about. Mm -hmm. It's not so much about what are the things that I as a leader have to get done that I'm in charge of but rather who are the people that I am in charge of and how can I help them elevate and push forward? Because ultimately, if you're taking care of your people, most of the other stuff will work itself out. And I know that might be an oversimplification and I'm sure a business owner hearing this is going to roll their eyes, but I stand by it because for someone to have a team that is bought into the vision, that believes in what the leader is about, you can conquer the world. Yeah, I agree. And I think like looking at even just Axiom and I know that we talk about our team so often on here. If you go back over the past like six months of podcasts, we rave about working at Axiom and that's not us just being paid off to do so. It's really true. It's we have built a culture here at Axiom that we feel seen and we feel heard. Um, and we don't have to worry that we're going to hit something that Lucas was sharing with me a little bit earlier was this idea that like, we're our own people. So he can probably share this a little bit better than me, but I'm going to (laughs) try. It's we are our own people and we have all of these things happening day in and day out. And then a little branch off of that is our work and what we're doing here at Axiom. But if we're not being cared for, if someone is not bringing an empathy for all of the other things in our life, the personal pieces of our life. And for me, that would be, I'm a mom. I have an eight-year-old son. If someone is not bringing in a little bit of empathy of like, hey, how are you doing? How's how's Bennett doing? Is everything going okay in your personal life? We're going to hit a moment in our career where we're like, why do I really want to be here? Because you don't actually care about me. Yeah, that's an excellent point. For us as employees of a company, and really this applies to any employee, we at times, at least for me personally, have difficulty separating 
what might be going on in a personal life with your professional life. I know there's individuals out there that do that really well. And if you're listening and you're one of those, please reach out to me. I'd love to learn. <laughs> but there are just at times things that happen in life that just take over. Things that maybe not be expected. Things that may be coming at you just full speed and you had no idea what's happening. And it's going to be hard separating that from your professional life. And in the same way, if you have difficulties at work, if you're burnt out, if you're stressed out, there is a good chance that you're going to take that home to your wife, to your kids, to your friends, to your community. And that separation is just oftentimes not there. But it's not so much about finding that separation per se, as it is being able to walk into an environment in your professional life where you are known, where you are understood and where you are heard. Because when we walk into an environment where we can be ourselves, where we don't feel like we have to hold back about stuff that's happening in our personal life, but we are surrounded by people that are invested in that, I believe that we're going to be able to be more efficient, which is, I know, where we started our conversation of us being able to walk into an environment as professionals where we are heard. And as a result of that, we are truly unlocked to be our best selves, even if that best self sometimes is struggling, sometimes is having issues. But we know that we are part of a team that is there to support us. And I know as a listener, you might hear this and all of this sounds really great. And all of this is fantastic. And it's, it's great to talk about. But practically, it's often a lot harder than that. And so my encouragement to you would be finding ways, even just today, considering who are the individuals that you are surrounded by? Who are the subordinates, your employees, your team members that are a part of your day-to-day life that you interact with every day? And I would encourage you just to ask them one question, and that is, how are you doing? And pause and actually listen and wait for their answer. And that's it. No need to solve a problem. No need to offer a solution if they're not asking for one. But truly, the power of that question to pause and to really listen is a great first step to make people feel heard and foster that culture of empathy. Yeah, I agree. And Lucas brings that up because that is something that our boss, Joey, does so well. Uh, Once a month, we all have the opportunity of having a one-on-one meeting with him. And that one-on-one meeting can be anywhere from an hour to, I think we usually have like two and a half hours blocked off for it. And that is the first question he starts with. And the question that he ends with is, what can I do for you this month? And I think those two questions lend beautifully to this idea of, yes, we're we're having action and we are being efficient because usually we'll answer those questions, that last question with something like for me, I asked, hey, I need to meet this person and I need to meet this person. Can you help me? Can you make an introduction for me? And that's actionable and that's being efficient. But that first part of the question is, how is Shannon today or how has Shannon been this month? is that empathetic of, okay, I want to sit here and I want to listen. There's no distractions. There's nothing that comes up that's more important than that. And you really do feel heard. So moving on from this, what is it when we go into a client's meeting on a monthly basis? 
when we hear efficiency, for me, my common reaction to that is like, oh, like, let's stop talking about efficiency. Like there's that word is so muddied, I think. And we are so used to saying we have to be efficient. Like to you, what does the word efficiency actually mean? Or what should we really be bringing to that? You're right. It is a word that is thrown around way too much and just defined way too loosely. And when I think about efficiency, I'm going to add my definition in the mix, but I'm going to make a case for why I believe there's value to this is ultimately we have limited resources. We have finite time, finite energy, finite finances. And efficiency is a way of taking your resources that you have at your disposal and finding ways to get more done with what you have available. And your most critical resource are your employees. And so the question that arises out of this connection between empathy and efficiency is, how can you get more out of your employees? And this is by no means a selfish act. You are paying your employees to be at the company. You're expecting them to perform at a certain level. And it is in your best interest as a business owner to find ways to make them more efficient, to free them up, to be the absolute best possible player on the team. And through the approach of empathy and communicating your care for your employees, you're essentially freeing them to remove all the baggage that might be a part of their day-to-day life and say, I don't have to be afraid to not be my best every day. And it sounds a paradox because I just said, you want your employees to be your absolute best. And you're going to do that by letting them be not their best every single day. But yet through that approach of making sure your employees are cared for, they're heard, whether it's through those one-on-ones or other means, you're enabling your team to have the platform they need to succeed. And I can't think of a more efficient organization than one that does that well. Yeah. One of the biggest things that Axiom comes in and helps with is creating culture. That is, uh, for lack of a better term, kind of our shtick. What we go in with is we will help you create a culture. We'll help you create a culture of accountability. We'll help you create a culture of leadership. We'll help you create this culture that really, truly cares about one another, but also a culture that values the values of the business. Mm And I think that this like idea of leading with empathy and efficiency really leans into what we come in and do. Mm-hmm. You're right. There is so much importance placed on those values because it's essentially the sandbox that we find ourselves in and in which we operate. Like there's certain things that we're about and there's certain things we're not about. We can't be everything to everyone, but those values allow us to zoom in on what is it that we're about? And what is it that we want to be about? And when we think about efficiency and we think about how we, like whether it's Shannon or Lucas, Tommy, Devin, Cameron, Joey, Carrie, we even Steve, I know he still exists out there. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to Steve, we miss you and we love you. There is, each one of us has an opportunity to make today a chance to consider how can I live out those values and how can I be most effective in what 
I am called to do at Axiom. And that applies to any employee because if this is not done well in what we're talking about, it is going to boil down to just a paycheck. Like if this piece of empathy is not done well, employees are going to show up for that paycheck because they're not getting anything else from you. They're not getting anything else out of this. And then what happens? They feel stuck. They feel miserable. They feel like they're not performing at their best. Efficiency goes down. Yeah. And I think too, for myself, like I even notice in my personal life that my efficiency goes down when I'm not having people around me that can surround me with empathy. When I'm not letting my friends in and I'm not saying, hey, like, I really need you right now. I really need you to just come around me and I need you to pray for me. I need you just to give me a hug. I need you to check in on me this week. I'm just not doing great. And when I don't do that, my efficiency goes down. But when I do allow people in, it's like almost this magic like wand that comes over and it's like, wow, I feel really productive today. I feel like I've really accomplished a lot this week. I feel like I can handle this. And I think that lends itself to this idea um, as Christians that we believe that life should not be done alone. God didn't call us to do this life just by ourselves. He called us to do it with community. And I think if you're building a business of intentionality and at the end of the day, yes, you want to have efficiency. I completely understand that. And part of what Axiom does is we come in and we help you figure out how you can be efficient. But what I'm telling you right now is that, and what Lucas is telling you right now is that you really cannot find that efficiency unless you're truly caring about the people that are around you and helping them and coming together as a community. One of the things I think about, and this might apply to some that are listening, of I'm just not good at this. Like I'm just not the guy that can just sit down and just be empathetic or just I'm not a hugger. I'm not the kind of guy that has the right things to say at the right time. I know that can be the case for individuals. And I hope that we're not trying to set a standard of, well, like if you're not this kind of a leader, you're not a good leader. Mm. But it gives leaders an opportunity to look inward and consider what are the areas that I need to grow in? What are the areas that I need to focus on as an effective leader? And sometimes we consider our own challenges, our own shortcomings, really as an opportunity to look forward and consider what does it mean for me to be a more effective leader than I was yesterday? And that is my encouragement to anyone that is listening, that is just hearing us say all this and they're like, I don't like hugging people. That's okay. Oftentimes, going back to that question I mentioned earlier, simply asking that question and just listening goes a tremendous way. Think about a meeting I had yesterday with Devin, one of our great um, consultants. I'd realized that he and I hadn't really had much time just to sit down and do exactly what you and I are talking about. And we spent about an hour yesterday over coffee. And we had a chance just to talk. And business, per se, barely came up. But yet I still felt like after leaving that about hour talk, and I said we met we met over coffee. In fact, neither one of us got coffee, but <laughs> we hung out. We just sat at Starbucks using their space. And we left from that interaction being sharper than we were before. 
just simply by the opportunity to hear each other out, checking in on how things are going, and in a way, just sharing those burdens. And to your point, we're not designed to live life alone. We need others in our lives because it helps lighten the load. And as an individual, as a leader, lighten the load can come in a lot of different forms and, and fashions. It may not involve a hug. It may not involve having the right things to say at the time, but I would consider every individual, I would encourage them. What are the ways that I can be that person for my team to just lighten the load and mm -hmm. ask that question and listen, you'll be amazed on the things you'll learn. Yeah, I agree. I think even just having conversations with Lucas, I know that, um, actually I was having a conversation with Tommy. I think it was two weeks ago, we sat down and we had lunch together and we left that and we both said, you know, we need to be better about being intentional about getting together with each of our coworkers and just sitting down and asking that question, how are you doing? Because otherwise it feels disconnected. So I think even as a leader, something that you can help with the efficiency of your business is connect your employees, connect the people who are under you with somebody else, whether that's one person and whether that's three people mm -hmm. and say, Hey, maybe you guys can get together once a month for 45 minutes and just have some honest conversations. And I think that you would be truly shocked and amazed at how much more efficient those people are going to be within your business. And as we go into 2024, like we're all wrapping up 2023 right now. We are um, doing our annual planning meetings with all of our clients. We're doing them with ourselves, with Axiom internally. We're trying to figure out, okay, what's the next step? What are we doing next? How are we going to get where we want to go? How are we following that vision? And I think if we can start here, if we can start at the intersection of efficiency and empathy for all of our leaders, and that's including me and Lucas, that is including anyone who is listening to this podcast, you're a leader in some aspect, even if you're not the business owner, you are a leader. If we can start here at this intersection, we can really change the world. That's a mic drop moment. <laughs> Thanks so much, Lucas, for joining me today. I really enjoy having the opportunity to talk to you. Of course. And I hope that our listeners come back for more. We'll be back in two weeks with another podcast. Until then, you can check us out by following us on Instagram at Axiom Strategic Consulting. You can also find us on LinkedIn. You can find us under our names, Lucas Ost and Shannon Lonergan, or just simply by searching Axiom Strategic Consulting. And you can also shoot us an email if you have any questions. Our email address is contact at axiomstrategic.com. Talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.